Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Scent with Emphasis. This week, I want to talk about something very near and dear to my heart, something we all have. And no, it's not dreams, goals, or a bad habit you wish you could overcome. It's regrets. Yes, we all have regrets. Woohoo! What a fun start to this week's episode. Also, I apologize for my voice. I was out of town this weekend celebrating a friend's 21st birthday, which honestly turned into like the ultimate girls weekend. And my voice is very much so feeling the aftermath of it. I was driving back with two of my friends and one of them, her voice is completely gone. She already has kind of a raspier voice to begin with. But every time she talked, she would like lose a decibel in the volume of her voice. Like you could hear her voice just lose all of its strength. And every time she opened her mouth, we're like, all right, dude, you are struggling. Like you've got to stop talking. But I'm really thinking that my voice is getting to that point. So, but we're here. Not ideal for podcasting, but you know what? We're powering through it and hopefully you can't even tell. So we got this. But why did I choose to talk about regrets? It's depressing. It's not fun. No one likes going through it. But that's kind of all the more reason why I did want to talk about it. As I kind of continue with this and as I move forward with podcasting, with everything that I've been doing alongside of it, I think it's important for me to start to affirm to myself that I'm going to have regrets. I'm going to say things that I wish I didn't say. I'm going to wish I emphasized my voice a little better here or maybe added this or added that or took this out or edited it differently. Whatever it is, I'm recording into a microphone, editing it and posting it out for everyone to view. There's going to be regrets. And this is an area that I really, really struggle with. Just regrets in general as a whole. Anyone who knows me knows that I kind of embody the motto that's like, you only regret the things that you don't do in life. That is something I definitely live by. And as always, goes hand in hand with the theme of this podcast, set with emphasis, doing things with emphasis, giving things your all so that you don't look back and regret anything. But because of this motto and because of this lifestyle, that's the reason that regret really, really gets to me. Because when I'm living to soak up everything and live to my fullest potential and do the most that I can with the life that I have, if there is an area I feel like I could have done better or differently, I fixate on it completely. And to stay authentic with this podcast, I try to obviously have personal episodes like I'm doing now, but I want them to be topics I not only heavily relate to, but currently relate to. And I think that is the beauty of this podcast because it's not like I'm talking about these random topics that you'll see on Instagram or TikToks or by reading the million and one self-help books that are out there, but they're topics I am currently relating to and have honest passion about. And the best way to take advice is from someone who has gone through it. You can look up as many tips and tricks from Google, but nothing is going to be more impactful than someone who experiences it themselves. So let's get into it. Understanding regret. What is a regret? We all know You know what it is. Yes, you listening in your car right now, you've had a regret. I know you have. So it's a negative emotion characterized by feelings of disappointment, sadness, a little bit of remorse tossed in there, and it's usually over an action or an event in the past. It oftentimes entails a sense of wishing things would have been different, wishing that you acted a different way, wishing that things would have been changed or that things ultimately had a different outcome. And what happens is this regret can tremendously impact our emotions because 
usually a mistake is made, or even if it's not a mistake, an event happens, and you're left just feeling like you wish you could change it. It incorporates that feeling of guilt or sadness or low self-esteem. That's usually what happens when you're feeling regretful. You're like, why did I do this? Why am I like this? And all of these things impact both our mental health and our relationships with other people as well. And also, it just adds extra stress to your life, and you don't need that. But what I want to emphasize here is that it can be a valuable source of insight, personal growth, and just a lesson to learn from moving forward. Everyone knows what regret is, and the feelings that follow are so common for everyone who experiences regret. So recognizing this, I want to dive into two areas, coping with regret and preventing regret. So let's start. Coping with regret. Regret has different levels, and this is something I really, really want to highlight. There are different levels of regret, some of which are more serious, more monumental, more crucial. And then there are some regrets, like the ones we experience day to day, that are just more minuscule, superficial, and kind of surface level regrets. Do you regret not buying a different color sweatshirt? Do you regret telling the random girl in the bar bathroom your secrets? Do you regret the career you went into, not spending enough time with a friend, being a little asshole in high school, not taking a chance and telling someone how you feel, cheating? There are very, very different levels of regret, and that's where the importance of coping comes in. But here's the first thing I want to note. While the levels of regret may vary, the chances of you changing what had happened remain the same. Zero. You can't change what happened. You can't change what you want to regret. And that is the first hard, stinging truth to come by. You can't change a fucking thing. No one. But, and ladies and gentlemen, here it comes. A tale as old as time. You've heard it a million and one times. You can, however, change the way you react to it. And that's where coping comes in. So first of all, use these levels of regret to your advantage. Think of some of the more smaller regrets that you have. Telling someone something you probably shouldn't have. Wearing the wrong outfit, sleeping in too late, ordering two shots at bar clothes. You know, those day-to-day regrets that we have. Now, think about how much the outcome of these events are going to impact you in a year. Shit, even in a month. Do you think you're going to look back and care that you wore that outfit to dinner that night? No. I bet these regrets won't matter to you with time whatsoever. Maybe even in a week, you won't give a shit. So make sure to consider that when you are stressing in your current situation. These things won't ultimately matter and they are taking away from your present moment. You are the only one beating yourself up and fixating on it. It is literally just you, which leads to my next point I want to make. No one fixates on your life more than you do. And I know I talk about this a lot in my anxiety segments, but this is something I know everyone feels And I've had a lot of (laughs) nights or mornings after where I feel this. Like, for example, my sophomore year, I had a really bad experience of a night out. It was one of those nights that everyone from my hometown was going out. And this guy that I was super into was also going. So I was like super nervous. And one of my best friends from home came over and we got way too drunk. Like, that is an understatement. We got tossed and we show up at this bar and I am making an absolute fool of myself like totally out of character blacked out I think I had to get carried out of the bar and I literally had terrible anxiety about it for weeks after like I always make jokes that that's where my anxiety stemmed from because I regretted everything I did that night 
so much. And to an extent, I probably still do. But when I talked to other people who were there, you could tell no one was thinking about it as deeply as I was. Because no one cares. So what? I got a little too drunk. Okay. And mom, I'm sorry for that night. I know it was bad. I really, really am better now. (laughs) But think about times you have been around someone who had too much to drink or you've been around or you've seen someone at the bar and you're like, damn, that person is feeling no pain right now. Did you talk about it weeks after the occasion? No. Maybe the next morning you were like, damn, that bitch was crazy last night. She was on one or like, shit, that guy was so fucked up last night but you don't fixate on the other actions people had for that long. So why do you think that other people are fixating on yours? No one thinks about your actions as much as you do. So if you are someone like me and regret how people may perceive you or kind of have anxiety surrounding that, just remember that people usually don't notice. And if they do, they really don't care. Okay, now for some more serious levels of regret. Say you made a really, really poor decision. You get in like legal trouble or trouble with your jobs or even serious injuries to you or someone around you. You just made a really, really bad decision that you wish you could take back. These are regrets that I want to disclaim literally right away and say that everyone copes differently. The advice and insight I'm giving to you right now and I'm going to be giving to you isn't like a one size fits all kind of thing, but it is what has helped me and is what I've learned from my own experiences. So in that sense, I feel like it's necessary for me to share, but I want to emphasize that everyone's experiences are differently, everyone copes differently, and I'm not trying to make light of any situation that you or someone has gone through. But on a more serious note, I had a family member who had passed away a while ago, and a common regret that surrounds that for anyone who has experienced that or gone through it is, do you wish you spent more time with them? Yes. Of course I do. There are many things I wish that I would have done before she died, but before she died, there are things that I did do that I often overlook. I asked her so many questions about her life, this great, awesome life she lived, about her faith, about the afterlife, how she felt, and just these questions I was genuinely curious about and wanted to learn from. And they're questions that people who have gone through these experiences probably wish that they could have. But even after all of that, Do I still regret the time I didn't spend with her? Yes. And here's the thing. You always will. Because when it comes to life, especially doing what you love or being with people that you love, there is never enough time. Never. There just isn't. And you will always wish that you spent more time with them, even if you feel in your present moment that you're spending enough. And I think that feeling often gets confused with missing somebody. Don't beat yourself up over not spending more time with somebody because even if you did, you would still be feeling that way is the point that I'm trying to make. What you feel is that you miss them in their presence and that's okay. That's normal. And even if you are still beating yourself up with regret for whatever reason, I truthfully believe that the time you didn't spend with them or the regret that you have for whatever decision that you made happened for a reason as things always do. The regret you feel is meant to be turned into love and given to those around you. If you regret treating someone in your past the way you did or acting a certain way or as the example I've been giving, not spending enough time with someone, in a weird way, I feel like that regret is supposed to be channeled and passed in a different form. Regret is supposed to be turned to love 
It comes from a place of love, and it's meant to be passed on to the life that you are living now and the people who share that with you. If you think about it, regret is one of the only things that remains from past experiences. Like if you feel regret now, it is from something that happened in the past, and that remains. And I think that that is necessary because you're supposed to use it as a reminder to soak up the time with the people that you have now. For instance, regretting treating someone poorly should be used as motivation to give extra love to those around you. It's meant to use that regret on, damn, I was kind of an asshole. I should probably be nicer now and start loving the people here now. And I know that may be kind of hard to understand and I kind of just got a little deep on you all. I'm sorry about that. But I wholeheartedly believe that that is the truth behind all of this. The regrets you made are meant to positively impact your future decisions. These regrets are, in a way, meant to fuel your future life and kind of give you a blueprint to go off of. Another area I want to bring up is if your regret involves somebody else. Say you cheated on someone, you hurt someone, you did something that negatively impacted someone else. I think a huge part of regret is the guilt that we feel after, and that goes, like I said, for both minor and major regrets. But one important piece is to almost clear your conscience with yourself, but it's super important to make those amends with someone that you hurt. If you upset someone or embarrassed yourself or said something hurtful, I think a huge piece of letting go and moving forward from that regret is making amends with the person that you did. If this is something from years ago and you're kind of just realizing it now, it can almost be worth it to reach out to that person and say something But I understand that there are situations where that's not fully necessary. But if you feel like part of you learning from your mistakes and coping with your regrets would be making amends with the other person that it involves, then it is definitely necessary to do so. And one last thing that I want to point out about that and when it involves another person is a lot of times they may not remember what you're talking about or think of it as deeply as you do. So they may really appreciate it. But a lot of times they might not give you the response that you want. They may still be hurting, they may still be upset, or it may be something that they haven't dealt with or just want to forget altogether. And their response shouldn't necessarily affect how you feel because if you're in the right mindset and you're truly being genuine and apologizing, if they're not ready to accept that or forgive you yet, that's fine. That's on their plate and for them to deal with, but at this point, you did as much as you could to let go of that regret. So how can we prevent regrets? The truth is (laughs) we can't. That's the thing. They're inevitable and it sucks, but it's part of life. It's part of growing up. But you can lessen the fall and lessen how many regrets you have, how impactful they are, and kind of how to deal with them. So first, let's take a breather. A lot of regret comes from when we are making rash decisions and constantly going through life's chaos without giving a second to consider what makes us feel balanced and what we want to do. I feel like when we're always go, 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 go as humans, we're making all of these instant decisions and a lot of times it's not the right one. So make sure to check in with yourself what you want and give yourself a moment to just be. That's the best way to start any prevention of regrets. Just slow down a little bit. And then ask yourself, what are things I commonly regret? Think about it right now. Look back on your life. Do you regret the things you say? Maybe it's the way you act, the stuff you miss out on. Pinpoint whatever it is that you normally regret and go from there. 
If you regret not doing something, the next time you are invited out, force yourself to go. If you regret the things you say, be mindful when you are around others. Maybe don't talk as fast, don't drink as much, or spend more time by yourself getting to know yourself. Hold yourself to a higher standard and have some pride to not embarrass yourself or act a certain way just to impress others. Act in a way that you would want others to treat you. Golden rule, baby. Treat others how you would want to be treated and kind of think about that when you're acting around people or saying stuff and don't get so in your head about it. Just relax a little bit. It's like my least favorite word, but just relax a little bit. Now, this is my absolute positive best method of prevention. Put yourself in a position of two or so years from now and think about it. What decision are you going to look back and regret more? Think about your life as if you're looking back on it. As I mentioned before, my biggest kind of motto is that we only regret the things in life that we don't do. So when you are older and telling your grandkids about your life, what are you going to tell them? What stories are you going to be most proud of? And when you are looking back on that life of yours, are you going to regret the decision that you're making now? Are you going to wish you had more fun? Wish you acted a certain way? Wish you took a chance? Wish you took that risk? I know a lot of things are spontaneous and a lot of stories end up being ones that we can laugh at. But what are you going to regret when you look back on your life? And that doesn't even have to be two years from now. Could be what are you going to regret in a week? What's going to happen in a month when you wish you would have done this differently? Think about your life as you're looking back on it when you make decisions. And my last step for preventing regret. Don't stress yourself out and just live. Regrets are oftentimes inevitable, especially because we evolve as humans. What we think is a good idea right now may not be a good idea when we look back on it in a week or so. And we might be like, why did I do that? Why did I wear that? Why did I have a side part a majority of my life? I don't know. It's all part of growth and we are constantly growing. So why beat yourself up over something that you can't control? Instead, focus on all the good things going around you now because spending too much time worrying about the past, the future, or the things you can't change may end up being your biggest regret of all. All right, hot take section. For this week, I'm kind of on a little bit of a food kick. So I just want to say that I do not like eggs on avocado toast. I know that's probably super controversial for a lot of people, but I feel like it's like an oil and water situation. They just don't mix well together. They should be kept separate. They're both very good on their own, but I think avocado toast is significantly better without the egg on it. It just is. And that's probably because avocado by itself has a super bland and dull flavor. Like avocado alone is really not that good. Maybe that's another hot take. Avocado by itself, there is no taste. It's just bland, okay? And then egg also has a super dull, bland flavor. So then you're just putting it on, I don't know, something about it doesn't sit right with me. And when the yolk kind of oozes into the avocado toast, I just don't think it tastes great. I don't. Also, I feel like if there wasn't so much aesthetic behind avocado egg toast, like I feel like when girls are doing what I eat in a day or like cook with me videos, I feel like it's always avocado toast with an egg on it. That's just the default. That's always the go-to and I don't understand. And I feel like, yes, it looks pretty. They always make it look clean. It kind of has that clean girl vibe, but I don't know. I don't think it goes that well together. And also this brings up another excellent point. 
I definitely go through phases with food and egg is the perfect example of that because I go through phases where I will literally eat an egg for breakfast every day. Scrambled, fried, egg sandwich, you name it, I'm having it. And then I will also go through phases where nothing sounds worse to me than an egg. Like I get grossed out by eggs all of a sudden and it's not like there's a bad experience that defines that transition. It's just a phase. I don't know. But yes, avocado toast, better without the egg. And better with everything but the bagel seasoning. It makes it all better. My roommate actually told me last night that she hates everything but the bagel seasoning. But my roommate also hates a lot of things like chips. She literally sent me a picture of Lay's potato chips today and says this has to be the worst chip on the planet. And I'll take that to the grave. And then she said it's arguably just a vehicle for a fuck ton of salt. The chip is so thin it provides nothing for the consumer except for overwhelming saltiness. It's horrible. So <laughs> I'm not sure how much we're trusting this one roommate, but um, shout out. You know who you are. Love you. But yeah, next time you're debating having an egg with your avocado toast, just split them up. Have the avocado toast and have the egg on the side. Also, avocado toast on sourdough bread is best with a little drizzle of balsamic vinegar on top. Thank me later. It's absolutely amazing. But that is all I have for this week's episode. I hope this is an episode that you can maybe go back and listen to when you're having some sort of regrets, whether that be serious or not. I think that there are a lot of things to learn from our mistakes, but more importantly, kind of how to handle them and how to channel them into living life to the fullest right now. But you know the drill. Remember to follow the Scent with Emphasis Instagram account and be ready for the upcoming merch that is coming. I am so excited. Going to be awesome. And as always, remember to own who you are, mean what you say, and whatever you do, do it with emphasis, baby. I will see you next Tuesday. <laughs>